Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. So today I want to start with a story. Think of yourself joining my consulting team. We're getting ready to go into a meeting with a client that we have worked with for several years around culture change, around leadership development, and around hiring the right people. We've been asked into this meeting with senior leaders and some of the key players because a significant mistake was made that very seriously negatively impacted one of their best customers. So we enter the room, deliberately place ourselves where we can see everyone in the room. And here's how the meeting goes. The owner is obviously upset. There's no question about his level of anger, frustration, and concern. And so he starts the meeting by saying, we have to figure out how this never happens again. So let me fast forward to some of the consequences to give you a sense of the importance and urgency of what was going on in this meeting. Number one, and probably the most important thing that happened was loss of trust with their best customer. But along with that, it cost the company literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. They had to redo all of the work. It was a huge mess. What was interesting to me as I sat in that meeting was the glaring lack of accountability expressed by the people who were in that meeting. Now, not everyone, but I want you to picture looking around this room at about 10 people, one of them being the owner, the rest being senior leaders and some key players, and seeing different levels of accountability being practiced. What do I mean by that? It's obvious that this problem, that this issue was very serious to some people and they were very intent and focused on figuring out how to fix it. Not just fix it for the short term, but fix it for the long term so that something like this would not happen again. The problem is those people were in the minority. The majority of the people in that room had a very lackadaisical approach to the meeting. It was, let's just get in here, talk about it, figure out what to do, get it done, get it fixed, move on. And I was surprised by that majority who acted and behaved in that manner. But as the meeting unfolded, it became obvious that while the mistake was made in a specific area, it was compounded by a lack of accountability in other departments. So this cascade effect happened. 
that ended up with a huge, huge negative impact really on everybody involved. About an hour into the meeting, I look around and I happen to be sitting next to the individual who is actually the source of the initial mistake. And I hear something come out of his mouth that I frankly can't believe. He says, this is a waste of time. Just move on. I really struggled with that comment and that very significant lack of understanding of how important this situation was, how critical to that customer's satisfaction, to to getting things fixed with that customer, to making things right with that customer. All this individual wanted to do was just move on. It's like it's not a big deal. Well, I happened to be looking at everyone in the room, or as many as I could see, which was most of them at that point. And what I saw was a mix of different reactions. There were some that were absolutely appalled at that comment, and the owner being one of them. But the majority of people, again, were like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's figure out how we can just get done with this and I honestly wonder how many of them were thinking, let's just get done with this meeting so we can go back and do what we need to do. Why do I bring this up? I'm not going to go deeper into the story at this point. Uh, Obviously, when the comment was made and I was sitting next to this person and I I looked at the owner who was looking at me, I wanted to find cover. (laughs) I wanted to find a place to hide really quick because the look he gave was was pretty intense. And I don't blame him. He was extremely upset, extremely angry, and rightfully so. Now, down the road, the resolution to all of that story is that that person didn't last very long. The one that made that comment, the one that made the initial mistake and and didn't catch it, didn't stay around with the company very long. And it was not because of the mistake that he made. It was because of his attitude and his lack of accountability. The power of accountability is huge. It has a massive impact on individuals, teams, organizations. And I'm sure you've seen that in your life. If you have had to work with or live with someone who does not practice accountability, at a very high level, I'm sure you have experienced some of the consequences of that, as we saw in that meeting. It's funny, if I ask 10 people what their definition of accountability is, I will probably get 10 different answers. Maybe some will be close to the same thing, but it's amazing how accountability is not as well understood as we may think it is. We all have our own bias toward it. We all have our own definition of what that means. Let me share another story with you that I think will start to open the door to what really is accountability and what does it mean. I was sitting with a group of leaders. It was my first meeting with them, with the leadership team, 
and I was asking them about their culture. And of course, one of the questions I ask is, tell me about your values. What are your core values, the, the values that you try to operate and, and build your culture on? And two or three different things were measured, and, and they're pretty standard things, integrity and honesty and, you know, good customer experiences. And then the word accountability was spoken. And I stopped and I said, help me to understand, how do you define accountability? And they all looked at each other and, and one person, one of the leaders finally spoke up and said, well, you know, being accountable. <laughs> of course, I love that answer. I said, okay, let's pretend I don't know the word accountable. How else would you define it? And we came up with several different answers. Uh, the, the leaders did. They came up with personal ownership and taking responsibility the kinds of things that you might think about. Then I ask him a question. If I was observing your workplace for a day, what practices of accountability would I see? That's when the discussion got very interesting. They talked about it for a few minutes and finally came back to me and bonus points for being honest one of the leaders said, it isn't really a practice. It's just something we think sh people should do. I appreciate that very much. So I said to them, so you mean it's more of an aspirational value, something to aspire to now than something you really practice on a daily basis? And he said, yes, yes, that's what we mean. But one of the other leaders asked a very good question. He said, wait a minute, how do we increase the practice of accountability in our teams and organizations? We've never thought about it as a practice, as a, my terms, as a journey, not a destination. So why is accountability important? Why am, or why are we even talking about this? Well, number one, Here's the cost of low accountability. Dollars lost, lost trust, low productivity, lower margins, dysfunctional teams, uh, repeating the same mistakes over and over again, waste, uh, and what we call opportunity cost, where you lose out on opportunities. So what's the benefit of practicing accountability at a high level? Greater productivity, enhanced margins, higher functioning teams, competitive advantage in the marketplace, more innovation and creativity, better focus on what's important, synergistic efforts where the efforts of several people come together to equal more than just one plus one plus one, um, and always being opportunity ready being prepared for the next opportunity. This is the power of accountability. So how do we increase accountability in an individual, in a team, in an organization? Probably that's the most frequent question I get asked 
of all the questions in some form. It may be personal ownership, doing the right things, um, not making the same mistakes over and over again. There's a variety of ways to say accountability. Accountability is a complex concept and it really, it's a practice, it's a value, it's a standard, it's a methodology. Accountability is a lot of things. It's also emotional drivers. And so in my research, I have looked and looked to find any type of comprehensive training courses or other kinds of resources that are, that are truly comprehensive when it comes to being able to help an individual or a team or an organization develop, cultivate, and sustain accountability, hitting on all the different elements of accountability. And I just didn't find very much. Now, there may be courses out there that I have not yet identified. There may be other things going on. Uh, There may be some good books out there that I'm not aware of. But bottom line, I have yet to find something truly comprehensive that not just talks about the theory, but puts actual methods and practices into place, really truly helps people understand what I call the accountability equation, something that I have developed, expectations plus understanding plus equipping plus metrics and measures plus consequences. When you put those five variables together in the right amount, you get accountability. And every one of those is a critical piece to result in higher levels of accountability. When we talk about the power of accountability and what it can do for you, think of it as a mindset. Think of accountability as a mindset based on experience, lessons learned in life, cultural upbringing, emotional drivers, and really a variety of different elements that come into play. So what do we do with this information? Because it doesn't do us any good if all we're going to do is talk about it. We have to be able to put it into practice. That's where we're going to go now. So to increase or enhance accountability, first we need to understand how our brains work. We start with that because accountability is a mindset. You can't have a a value or a standard without having a propensity to achieve it. Where does that propensity come from? It comes from inside our heads. And so accountability is preparing a mindset that says we are going to do things at a specific level of quality or we're going to provide a specific level of customer satisfaction or whatever those standards are. But it becomes a commitment to that standard. 
And that means a mindset is developed around that commitment that allows people to say, have I got there yet? Am I there? What else do I need to do? How can I improve this? How can I make it better? How can I give the customer even more satisfaction in this process? So back to how our brains work. A thought comes into our brain and immediately our brains attach meaning to that thought. From thought and meaning come emotional drivers. Those emotional drivers are very powerful and they are how we make decisions and how we take actions. They drive our decisions and our actions. So when we think about the power of emotional drivers, at, just think of it at, at the heart of the mindset. Why would someone want to be accountable? Because there is a feeling that they get when they perform at a high level of accountability that drives them to do that. There probably isn't additional money attached to being rewarded for doing something right. Maybe there is, but probably not. You've seen it in the workplace. You've seen it in life. People who hold themselves accountable at a high level, and you can count on them to always do their very best. And you've seen the opposite. People who do just enough to get by, or maybe not even that. Accountability is a mindset that then leads to a set of practices. If you want to truly reach a higher level of accountability in an individual, a team, or an organization, a set of practices need to be put in play on a regular basis. Again, accountability is not a destination you reach and you've made it. It is an ongoing journey. It is something we practice every day. And if we don't do all that great at it today, guess what? Tomorrow is a new day. We get to practice again tomorrow. And the more that we practice, the better we get at it. So I don't want to leave you here saying, Steve, this is all great. That's, that's wonderful. But what do we do with this? Well, because I feel so strongly about the need to have a brain science approach, a mindset approach to enhancing or increasing accountability that has truly practical methods and practices to put into place. I have created out of my 30 plus years of experience with hundreds of different companies and things that I've seen that have worked well. I have created an online course and an ebook that are specific to cultivating accountability. Why? Because accountability is a pathway to sustainable success. I get this question a lot as well. Okay, we're successful right now, but how do we stay successful? Well, you do it by practicing accountability. Does that mean that the practices and the standards will always be the same? No, because things in the world change. But the beauty of an accountable team or person or organization is that they can take those practices 
and that mindset of accountability and adapt it, they can embrace change. They're ready for the next opportunity because they have a methodology to approach it and they have a commitment and they put energy and invest themselves into making those things happen. Um, so I'm not a big commercial here, but if you want to know more about that, go to our website, eqfit, eqfit.org, and you can check that out. Now, I believe so strongly that this is a, a critical value, a critical practice that anyone who goes through the course or purchases the ebook and is not fully satisfied, I will give them a full refund. I truly believe this is something that will change people's lives for the better. And I am firmly behind my promise there. So let me leave you with this. What does a culture of accountability practiced at a high level look like? It is consistent quality. It's happy customers. It's an enjoyable workplace. It's thriving teams, thriving individuals. And it's a healthy and vital organization. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQFIT. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior and performance in the workplace. We also love hearing your suggestions and ideas. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please send us an email at info at gscfit.com. For more information and inspiration, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course our website, eqfit.org.